You're listening to Dubstep and hey, Dragons. Uh, wow. <laughs> At least I know where I am because it's right where the comma is. Perfect. I, I knew it. <laughs> yeah, I really. appreciate that. What do you call a cow with three legs? Uh, I don't know. Lean beef. <laughs> what do you call a cow with no legs? Ground beef. Ground beef. <laughs> what do you call a cow with two legs? Yo mama. Oh, oh God. <laughs> oh, wow. My mother is a saint. How dare you, sir? I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I really hope she doesn't listen to this. Uh, well, Mama Brown, if you're listening, I don't really think you're a cow. I don't even know you. <laughs> She's a very Just nice for a joke. She's a very nice lady. I can attest. She's a very nice lady. She's yeah. a nice lady. Yeah, he's had dinner at my parents' house. It's true. <laughs> Was it beef? <laughs> I will I will cut you. <laughs> I'll pull a razor out I of just, my titties and cut your I ass. Just, I just made a direct threat on a podcast. That's how you know I mean it. <laughs> there's, there's like at least 12 witnesses now. <laughs> at least 12. <laughs> at least 12. <laughs> uh, anyway, back to the comma. A D&D 5A A D&D 5E actual play podcast with a cyberpunk twist and a brain-eating twist. Uh, my name is Matthew and I will be your game master. Hello, Daniel playing Alphonse. Hello. Hello. Help us on the way. that's me every time with you guys too. <laughs> My name is Luke. I'm playing Mrs. I mean. <laughs> Welcome to be a paladin. <laughs> Carbash. Ash. And uh, I'm Bo. I'm Norse. Arguably, Mrs. Doubtfire was definitely a paladin. Oh, Had yeah. To be. She, she, paladin slash bard, maybe? Took an oath to protect his children. I'm just saying. Definitely a paladin. Uh, previously on Dubstep and Dragons, Alphonse tried to fly unsuccessfully. <laughs> Ash cut Dwayne the Shark Johnson in half, (laughs) and Norris cratered a bullet. With my rocket boot skates. With your rocket boot skates. I like how (laughs) Norris is, like, character-wise, is not the smartest, but could remember the name of the creature, a bullet. Meanwhile, I'm like, shark something. I I kept kept blanking on it, too. I was like, huh? (laughs) I I can't talk too much shit, because I have the the name directly in front of me through the whole thing so i'd probably forget as well <laughs> i do like dwayne the shark johnson though. that's pretty damn good all i can think is uh moana <laughs> when he's half shark all i can say is that you're welcome <laughs> okay i'm done all right so you guys are standing in the middle of this very large cave you have just watched a, a being that you can't explain floating in the air and then disappear. You had these Dwayne the Shark Johnsons <laughs> that were digging holes through the earth and, and hit like a truck when they hit. And they're they're decimated on the ground. You're surrounded by hundreds of people. And as as soon as the mind flayer 
disappears, they all just turn back around and start chipping away at the crystals again. Chip. Chip. So they're not paying Chip. us any attention? Nope. Um, well, Norse is going to come out of rage. Okay. And I'm just going to look over at the boys and say, I'm getting real tired of shit just disappearing when mid-fight. It is kind of annoying. I pick up a rock off the ground and I toss it up just to see if the damn barrier is still there. <laughs> you, you toss it up. It goes well past 10 feet and comes clacking to the ground. Uh, does he hit one of the workers on the head with it? No, they're, they're quite a distance away from you. You're basically in the middle of a 60-foot radius cavern. Hmm. I would like to inspect one of the bullets. Okay. Or investigate, I guess I should say. Yeah, roll investigation. See if they have anything useful on them. Anybody else have anything they'd like to check out? 14. 14? So, it wouldn't be, it wouldn't actually be an investigation. Give me a nature check. 14. Okay. (laughs) Uh, so you're inspecting this thing and there is nothing like this on earth. You don't know if this is like a mutation that you've just never seen before or well because it'd be weird because like there's not many animals left, right? Like in in the, this in our world. There's there's still animals, but they're they're basically all mutated in right. some way. Uh, there's some exceptions, like uh, domesticated animals that were in cities. Uh, they were fairly well protected, such as Lucky. Uh, you know, you have you have these creatures that that are still as they were, but a lot of a lot of wildlife has has mutated. But there's there's still a decent amount, not near as much as there was, but a right. decent amount because there's not a whole lot of food. So it's mainly carnivores that survived. Okay. I'm super curious on these crystals that they're mining. Okay. That's what I was going to do too. I was going to like investigate a crystal. Yeah. You guys, either, either one of you can roll with advantage on investigation or you can both roll investigation on the crystals. My investigation is like... I was like, yours is probably through the roof. Uh Uh-uh. Oh, I have a plus four, but I'll roll. Yeah, roll with advantage. Too pretty much. Uh, 17. Uh, 17. Uh, so you pull this crystal out of the bag that he grabbed. And it's, it almost, it, 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 it kind of resembles diamonds, but it, it grows in these, in these strange formations. It's almost like, uh, it's almost like a flower blooming. So it's got all these, it's got like a central point and all these crystals coming off of it. As you're holding it, you feel that presence of rain come into your mind 
and and you start you start getting these these flashes it's it's just it seems like random images you see you see the bombs you flash back to those control rooms with all the with all the people saluting and speaking in a language you didn't understand you see you see they look like ships these massive ships with tentacles coming out the front of them reaching out 30 40 feet but you just catch a glimpse of them but you don't gather any you you sense that these crystals are somehow related but you don't know how hmm. and and even going through like even even going through any any you know access to any database you have or any any pre-existing knowledge these crystals don't look like anything you've seen before Well, that was weird. What you thinking, Ash? What's up? <clears throat> when I picked up the crystal, I got flashes, like during the during and during the war. What? Yeah, I was ships ships with tentacles coming out of them. I got a flash of the nukes, random soldiers. It was like watching a rollback reel of the war, of what it is. Ships with tentacles? I'm yeah. I'm so glad you said that because I was just about to say thing, and I, same thing. I like hand it over to the Alphonse. And I'm like, see what you see. And I like hand it, like put sure. it out in front of you. Great. I grabbed the crystal from Ash's hand. You, because you gave him the help action, you basically gather this. You're, you're looking at it and you've never seen anything like it. It's it's a very unusual growth pattern. It uh, like I said, it kind of it kind of looks like a blooming flower, but but all these jagged crystals coming off of it. Uh, give me, let's say a tech check. Okie dokie. That is another nat twenty. Oh my god! So twenty eight. You you tend to roll these at very opportune times. <laughs> <laughs> so you've never seen anything like this, and you're not getting like a radiation signature or anything like that off of it. Uh, but you you do you do just get like a like a a sense of power radiating off of it like it's it's almost it's almost like your like your internal systems are almost heightened being in proximity of it okay that's all you gather from it though anything yeah yeah I definitely feel like there's something like it's enhancing do you think maybe we should like take a few of these with us and like gather them? Well, what if we just stole all these bags? I mean, they're clearly not that. paying attention to us. We can just <clears throat> I've got swipe. one bag so far, and I pulled one out of my pocket. So and the- you you reach in this thing, and it's like, like you reach inside, 
And there's just loads of this shit in there. Yeah. So I don't know if we each need a bag or if this is enough. Norris, you want a bag? Of course I want a bag. Do you know Well, me? I think there's I'm a couple dead bodies over there. <laughs> I point towards the cart. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's plenty of dead bodies all over the place. And the bags are still on them? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I walk over and I grab a couple bags out of the, out of the bodies. Are you going to get a shark tooth, Norris, for your necklace? Well, I do have a shard, but maybe I should get, like, a full one. <laughs> well, you have a shard of the claw. Ooh. Yeah, I want a tooth. Yeah, so, rip one out. So you, you, the one that you didn't just totally destroy. The one that still has a yeah. head. <laughs> so its its head is split, but you're able to, you, you just, like, pry the jaw apart. And it's, I mean, you could almost crawl inside this thing's mouth. Hello. hello. <laughs> <laughs> and and it doesn't actually have dead, any Morris. teeth. It's almost like a beak. Like the the upper and lower are just these they're just harder than stone. They're like metal plating, but it's natural. And it and it forms this beak-like jaw that it crunches through the stone with. So I would just tell them uh this thing ain't got no teeth. Well, that's weird. <laughs> it's part shark, part bear, <laughs> part. Is it a man bird? bear pig? <laughs> <laughs> it's a shark bear bird. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not taking the whole beak. <laughs> well, now, no, should we? I feel like the cart system just makes a circle. Yeah. How do we want to proceed here? Do we want to just work our way back out? Well, you think enough people left the national in a panic that we're good to... I think they're good now. Or do you want to try going one of these tunnels and see if there's a separate way out? I mean, the elevator's quite a ways behind us. I say we keep going forward. But that's just Norris. Somebody can roll a D12 to pick a tunnel. Not I. Let me bring up my list of where they go. I got a new D12 that I want to roll. I just got it. <laughs> there it is. Ooh, it's so shiny. Ooh, roll wee. it. It's metal. <laughs> and it cracks your record. Number seven. <laughs> I'm honestly terrified of seven. that. Seven. Number seven. Seven. That's lucky. So it is lucky. Yeah. Oh, this is a fun one. Oh Jesus. No, no, no. No, it's 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 fine. <laughs> uh when the DM gets excited <laughs> about a fun one, it's terrifying. No, it's just, <laughs> it, 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 it is legitimately fun. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> there better be rides. <laughs> <laughs> it is fair time well, in Rapid City. Uh <laughs> so you uh you you go down this tunnel, it's to the it's kind of forward and to the left. And there's no, there's not much mining going on in here right now. You don't see many of those veins of crystals, and the ones you do see are pretty small. It almost looks like they, they dug this as like a, like a probe, to see if there's anything out there to, to look to find. And you continue through and continue through, and, and <clears throat> the tunnel is making this gradual up. It's almost like a, almost like a, winding spiral, going up. And you eventually come out 
in this huge uh I the word is escaping me. Uh like a museum kind of this this massive steel and glass building that a lot of it is a lot of it is crumbling. Uh, a lot of the glass is broken. The the same here nature has kind of worked its way back in and and the vines have grown through the broken glass and there's uh but as you look out everybody give me a perception check seven 23 13 you are and everybody sees this you are in the 2089 World's Fair. You're in this massive building filled with there's there's no people here. Uh, you see you see like random like looters going through looking for valuable things, stuff like that. Uh, but that's about it. Uh, you you see like rats scurrying around. You see with a 23 you you look around and start noticing all the toys in here. The one we don't want to find the toys. Oh, Finds <laughs> all the toys. Norris you, is about to have a heyday. You you spot uh you spot Give me a luck check. You see how good a shit you see. Just a D20. D20 plus 1. 18. Damn. All right. <laughs> Give me the fucking toys. <laughs> you're you're looking around and you're seeing vehicles. You're seeing like 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 these modern tech vehicles. You see uh you know a bunch of displays that look like they're for like VR systems and stuff like that. They're now defunct. Most of most of the stuff in this place isn't working. The most interesting thing you see is you see a sign. The, all you see is a sign right now, but it's a sign that has an arrow pointing forward. And you and it reads S O L uh, T Suborbital Luxury Transport. Oh boy! All right, suborbital luxury transport, and you see the transportation of the future is now. Well, I am going to tell my comrades, like, hey, there's a sign over there for some sort of luxury transportation that a few years ago was the transportation of the future. Let's go. Let's go check it out. Oh, thank God. Something techie. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> this has been hell. 
Yeah, and, and uh, don't get me wrong, I'm still going to pick up a couple toys along the way. And, like, and the advantage. few things that you pick up on, like you're you're just happy. To, Alphonse is just happy to be the fuck out of that cave. <laughs> uh, and so you're not feeling especially like perceptive. But but now that he points it out, you're looking around and you're seeing a smorgasbord. You're you're seeing like like the stuff that was the future in 2089. Like some of the, a lot of this stuff you're looking around and this is stuff that's now hit the consumer market already. Like four years ago, this was all new tech. Now a lot of it's already out there. Uh, but there are the like, the like prototypes that were on display and stuff like that. Like there's a lot of cool shit here. Sweet. Is there weaponry in there? Uh, with your perception check, you do see a sign for weaponry. Any kind of weaponry that might be in the form of you, chips. You would have to go there. So no, I don't want to go. Yeah, there. you guys want to get the fuck out of here. You guys see signs for you see signs for the the luxury transport. You see signs, and then it says weaponry this way. Uh, and and if there's anything in particular you guys want to look for or check out, just let me know, and we can roll to see if it's there. I want to go check out the transport. Norris does anyway. I want to get out of here. Oh, yeah. I want to go look at the weaponry real quick. And I'll kind of break from these guys if I have to. To just see Are if they Are you splitting have... the party or... or all, what well, I mean, if Ash is going to go look at the weaponry, <laughs> Norris might as well. Okay. I, I, I was trying to be thoughtful of the group to just get out of <laughs> here because, like, it wasn't really important. But, like, I'm kind of curious. <laughs> I'm looking for like a carbon, a carbon rifle or something. Okay. Uh, like a lever action. Okay, you guys go Ooh. through. You guys go through and you wind your way through the place. Give me a luck check. You come into this this Twelve. grand hall, and and you you this is where a majority of the looters are. Like, like, there's a bunch of people coming in here, grabbing up what they want, and 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 ba- and. I'm impressed there's still people the around. Can I just yeah. command flame and see if I can't scare off what looters are in there out of here? So, so you you light up. Give me. I don't, don't want to go no, full no, no. rage. I know. But, okay. You can you can technically light up your arms without a rage. Perfect. Yeah, I want to do that. Uh, give me an intimidation check. Seventeen. They get the fuck out of your way. Good. 100%. These are normal-ass people. (laughs) (laughs) Don't take our shit. We're the looters here. (laughs) So, Ash. With a 12, you're looking through. You you find some, like, automatic rifles, stuff like that. Uh, You find find a plus one uh, automatic rifle is about the best version of what you're looking for that you're going to find. Uh, you know what? I take that back. Just because just cause I like you. <laughs> <laughs> you do find a rifle that's behind this gla- this bulletproof glass display case. It's it's at the back and it's it's this it's in the prototype weapons 
area. And it's, it says, hang on, give me just a second. Uh, what's anybody else want to look for while we're here? Well, if he's fighting this magnificent weapon, <laughs> I've got to keep my eyes yeah, out. Yeah, I'm, I'm just going to look at Alphonse and be like, dude, there's so much shit in here. We got to get lucky too, right? What do you want? Like, I feel like it's, you, you remember Christmas? Yeah. I feel like it's Christmas right now. It is. And we're in Santa's shop. We are in Santa's shop. So what do you want? I, I'll have to create this. But you find a rifle that has the same connection as your sword to allow you to pulse your radiation into it. So what this is going to do is it's going to allow you to channel your divine smites into the bullets at half damage. But you can divine smite at range. Oh boy. <laughs> hey yo. There goes all <laughs> my high level spells. <laughs> and normally I wouldn't make a paladin strong at distance, but this is a very range heavy campaign. So we're going to go with it. What's everybody else looking for? Yeah. So, Alphonse, what are you looking for in Santa's shop? I kind of want, like, a new dagger for my microphone. Like, something a little Like a more. bigger one? Yeah. Yeah. A crocodile like, gone I, I seen you. That's not annoying. <laughs> I seen you just smash that thing, right? Could you imagine sure. if you were flying with a fucking big guy? Like just imagine if I could, like, knife. really just get in there and, like, rip something apart. Ooh, like Ooh. a serrated edge or something. Yeah. 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 A, I got my head nearly cut off. I woke up with fucking a cut on my neck. That you know, it's my turn to fuck some people up. Yeah. So, you're right. Oh, by the way, I did find this, and I hand him the fiddle and the bow. When, when, <laughs> when he hands that to you, you remember that that bow is razor sharp. Can you play us a tune? Do you know how to play a fiddle? So, so I will make this in D&D Beyond for you. So this allows you to do... It's a, it's, it acts as a rapier, which I believe you're proficient in. If not, I'll just put it in there that you can use it. Okay. Uh, it acts as a rapier, and it does an additional... 1d8 thunder damage and you have and you have the ability whenever you strike and deal that thunder damage to push the target back 10 feet oh my gosh yes okay I didn't know this by the way <laughs> well, let me try it's been a while and I take the end of the violin and I start uh, tightening a little of the strings I go oh man she really had this tuned well I think <laughs> and I put it up to my uh put it down my arm and put my cheek up to it and I go to strike the violin but you, you kind of see my toe tap in here and I want to make a performance check and see how bad or good or what happens so the the fiddle gonna play and gives you advantage on all performance checks <laughs> that, that use the fiddle sweet this is a magic fiddle, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, performance? 
That would be a 26. It is fucking gorgeous. Like you grew up with a fiddle in your hand. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> what do you play for us? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe probably that devil went down to Georgia. Oh, yeah. Norse is fucking in heaven. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just. All right. Cool. <laughs> well, I'm good. What are you looking for, Norse? Uh, I want to find some chips. Okay. Is for, there for my arm. is there a specific chip you would like to find? Well, I've got a shotgun. Yeah. I, I don't need a pistol. No, not really. I'd like to find a ranged weapon as well. Something with some range to it? Yeah. All right. Some, some decent range. All right. Give me a luck check. Nine. Not great. <laughs> nope. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you find... You find a... Uh, I'm trying to think. The long, I think the longest range is the hunting rifle, which I believe is a 300-foot range. So so you find a plus you can find it in there plus one hunting rifle. I can do that. You already have a fucking batshit shotgun. I'm I, not I don't give you I don't really <laughs> I don't really need it, but no. it's fun to no. have. Yeah, it'll it's fun to have something that'll shoot at at long range. Uh actually I take that back because I have all this actually the hunting rifle functions essentially as my sniper rifle in the game. So with that if you forego your second attack, you can double the distance. So you can shoot up to 600 feet. Cool. And, I mean, it's completely pointless for a barbarian to for have the most something part, yeah. like that. But Yeah. You do have decent decks, though. It'd be fun. Okay. Now that we got you guys' goodies out of the way. <laughs> Holy crap! This isn't Marcos though. It's not. It's not quite the same. Yeah. But Marcos can church them up for us. Well, that and that. If you guys wanted to grab some things and throw them in your bags to bring back to Marco, I'm sure he would be very. I still took the plus one auto and just Ooh, threw yeah, it in there. Yeah. Yeah. I'd like to. Do you want what kind of well, like a luck check on what we can find, Marco? Just, or just just roll a d20. I want to find all of some. us or just. Yeah, everybody can roll a d20. Oh, yeah, I ain't finding shit. 19. Shit, too. Okay. Five. Yeah, you're you're able to, to load up a, a decent amount. <laughs> Four. Yeah, you guys, a lot of the good stuff has been picked through. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anything that's like an enhanced weapon, you, you grab like a, a bunch of plus one weapons and, and uh, you find basic things like that. But you're able to find some stuff that, that Marco would appreciate. Uh, you also find uh, a couple of arms like Norris's oh, that you can bring back. Uh, you find a couple of... Uh... No, that's all you find. Yeah. Can I find some explodey things for him? Like, you know... So grenades with, or bombs with, with or... your check, you guys find some basic grenades and stuff, but okay. you don't find a whole lot. Now that was worth it, right? Yeah. As we're walking out. <laughs> <laughs> Not too so, bad. So you guys walk through and you're in the transportation section. And just as you walk into this, this hall, it 
this is the most expansive hall. As soon as you walk in, you can see that the ceiling goes up higher than the rest of the areas. You know, the, the previous like weapons room, it was like 30, 40 foot ceilings. You walk in here and it's 100 foot ceiling. Like this is a massive place and it's shaped like this big dome. And right in the center of the dome is a an aircraft, a, a large aircraft that that is it, it's almost like a rocket. So it's 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 pointed upright. So it doesn't cover a huge footprint, but it's about seven stories tall. Holy shit! A rocket, essentially. But it, it looks like a it looks like a transport vehicle that has a vertical takeoff and landing system. Hey, you know, I was thinking maybe that thing has some of the parts we need. I'll take you to the candy shop. Let you lick my lollipop. So, looking at this rocket-type transport thing, is this the suborbital luxury transport? Absolutely, yeah. It's it's very, like, there's signs, like, suborbital. Well, we can go see if they have schematics. Seems like they care about this. Maybe they have some part details. And yeah, we should definitely, like, take a look at this thing, because this might have some of the parts we're looking for. Okay. So do we want to scrap it or do we want to use it to get down to Georgia and get the fuck out of Nashville? I don't know. Is this something you could probably get running, Alphonse? I mean, I can help you with it a little bit. What do you want me to do? (laughs) Shove crystals in it and pray to the gods? I mean, from what you two were saying, the crystals are pretty godly. We might have to with these crystals. Just save me one for my necklace, please. (laughs) That was a hypothetical. I don't know if that's even going to work. (laughs) <laughs> you miss 100% of the shots you don't take, Alphonse. Fucking hey, you're right, Norris. <laughs> let's do this. Well, let's go investigate it and see what we can find. Yep. Maybe so, it is up and running. So they have like a scaffolding system that that's built around it uh, so that wealthy potential buyers can come and tour it and check out the different levels the the inside it's set up so that it you can almost it's like a it's like a a personal jet essentially the inside has different different it has like a, a a lounge it has like a kitchen area it has you know different levels are different things it has a, a cargo bay at the bottom and uh and you can see that most of the internal structure actually rotates so that it stays level with the ground so that when you're inside of it, regardless of how the, the ship is maneuvering, you stay parallel to the ground. It just rotates inside. Like a gyro. A gyro. Inside, it's extremely luxurious. Like it got its name for a reason. This is this is made for a very wealthy clientele. Ash, give me a history check. <laughs> God damn it. Norris, do you think your folk would take too kindly to us showing up in Georgia and this kind of thing? 
I mean, to be honest with you, it probably just scared him <laughs> a away. Four? Yeah, a four. Okay. You don't you don't remember shit about this. You you know that that they have things like this. They exist. Uh, they're very rare. It's like you know the head of NATO, and and a couple of a couple of very wealthy, like like the owner of of General Mechanical. You've heard has something similar to this. Uh, they keep them in like private bunkers, as like bug out vehicles, and shit like that, just in case things go real sideways. Alphonse, yes, give me a tech check. Okie dokie. Come on, tech check fourteen. I got a twenty-one. Oh wait, twenty-two. So you're you go through and and you're. You spend some some time. Like it's it's now getting fairly late in the evening. Uh, and you're going around and and you go up to the cockpit to kind of get a feel for this thing. And and you're able to power it up. Oh. And and you the whole <clears throat> ship goes live. The engines don't turn on or anything like that, but you have lights, you have you know electricity stuff like that going throughout the ship does the question as we're looking at the the cockpit dash area or anything like that does it pull up essentially like a mapping of internal parts so you for instance like in star trek you know how they can see mapping of engine components and you can like zoom in to maybe you don't have fuel or you don't have this and that can i dig deeper and see maybe what's missing or yeah so, so you spend a little time, and and you do you run a systems check, okay, on this thing, and and it goes through, and like it says that navigation hasn't been hasn't been installed yet. Uh, it it has most of it. It has virtually all of its mechanical parts. Uh, like it even looks like they flew this thing here. And, and landed you can see that the the dome opens above it and it looks like they actually landed this thing in here for display uh, but it does show that the fuel has been removed after they parked it in there <clears throat> okay hmm. so I would look over to Ash and Norris like all right I've been I'm digging through the system I've been poking around what'd you find they flew it in here. I'm pretty sure the dome opens. Okay. Um, everything seems to fire up. One huge downside is we don't have fuel. Well, I wonder if these crystals could fuel it. Yeah, we got to find. I I don't I don't know. We try. I'm not opposed to trying. You can try it. We also don't have a navigation system. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, I don't feel comfortable with that answer. <laughs> we'll figure it out. Oh, boy. Well, could we split up and look for the parts? And then... So here, here's what I'm... We split up. Let's say best case scenario, we find all the parts. We can use it to get to Georgia, find what we're looking for there, get back to Kansas City... And then from there, we can scrap it for the parts we need. I love the idea. 
really worried about landing with this in Georgia. Where are we going to put it? It doesn't matter. We put it where we, we could, want. We could land it on the outskirts and like try to like hide it. Okay. The best we could. How, how about this? Here, here's an idea, Spitball. Let me see if I can hack or download some sort of navigation for this. Perfect. You guys work on the fuel situation. Let's Sounds go look good. for some fuel. Let's go look for fuel. Whether it's crystals or whatever you decide to do. Um, I want to, yeah, I'm going to see if, I'm going to go and look and see what kind of fuel this thing takes. Like, uh, okay. just invest- so, so you go down to engineering, which is at the very bottom of the ship. I'm going with Ash. Okay. Uh, give me a tech check to see what you can You can figure just roll out. advantage. That's an 11. So you get in there, and it looks... So you, you can see where the fuel goes. It's it's this, this sealed... Uh, it functions almost like a nuclear reactor, essentially. Uh, and you can see this, this massive sealed compartment that the fuel goes into. Uh, and it it reminds you of the the cavity because you were in the room when Norris was getting his his fuel upgrade or his his yeah his fuel upgrade. yeah and it's a lot like that but bigger like his his power core was about the size of a softball roughly this one would have to be. About the size of a beach ball. Okay. Can so I? Can I open it and everything? Yeah. Like the fuel compartment. Yeah. Uh, I open the fuel compartment. I dig through the bag of crystals. Try to find the biggest one I can. Give me a luck check. Oh, that's cocked. Eleven. <laughs> Eleven. Uh, so. Can I look in mine and see if I can find one bigger? Sure. Nope. <laughs> so you dig through and and you find one about the size of a basketball. What do you do? With that I take it. I'm like, this looks big enough. I set it inside there. And I <laughs> close up everything. After I close up everything, I turn around up the compartment i hopefully he can hear me i yell hey alphonse so there there's a comm system you would oh. you would see the comm system oh. on the wall <laughs> sorry because he's he's As like I yelled at he's like the comm he's system. like seven stories up <laughs> can norris actually be the one that points out the comm system absolutely very funny yeah and you're fairly perceptive so yeah <laughs> i start yelling up hey Nor- or Ash. alphonse Ash. what there, there's a mic right here. Oh, <laughs> uh, thanks, buddy. Alphonse, here you. Alphonse here over. Um, yeah. <laughs> try turning it over. Are you saying over? Are you done with your conversation? No, over? like uh, turn it on. Like light the ignition. Is there like a startup button? You have to say over. Over. I don't understand you. Over. <laughs> Okay, I'm done. I'm sorry. You want me to turn it on? 
Yes, turn it on. Over. <laughs> I'll turn the key over and out. And while they were down there messing with the uh, fuel situation, mm -hmm. I would like to know, could I use eye for detail to maybe get uh, some insight or a clue on to how to get a mapping system on this thing so yeah. we're not flying blind? Yeah, go for it. Cool. Give me a roll. And make an investigation check. A 15. So you're, you're looking through... And it's it's essentially like a like a a missing card. Okay. Uh, almost like a like a, an SD card. Like slot. an SD card that you that should be in there, but has been removed. Like it's very clear that they didn't want somebody taking this thing uh, and doing exactly what you're trying to do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and and. Like you can you can steer it manually and and it's still like it it'll still scan the surrounding area uh, but it would be all manual flight. All right well I after my conversation with Ash I hit the start button and see what happens. okay So you you set everything up you're flipping switches like you've had enough time up here that you've kind of figured out the general layout of the controls you have an idea of how it works i i this this is how i picture it. i see me sitting in the chair like okay noogle how do you fly <laughs> this thing can you please do a step by step and it just like is telling me how to <laughs> yeah and and it's you you flip the mask down and it starts like highlighting buttons and switches. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. <laughs> and you're Step like, okay, one. flip. <laughs> Not dead yet. Flip. <laughs> and it's like it's it's a lengthy process to go through. And then at the very end, <clears throat> there's just a big red button. <laughs> you press down on the big red button. And you hear here. as it fires up and dies. But it does run for a moment. Well, that sounded good. I'm leaning over to Norris. Did you? That sounded good. Did I look in the fuel bay? <laughs> And is there any crystals left? <laughs> you you open it up and give me a constitution saving throw. Oh, God. Both of us? <laughs> yeah. Nineteen. Ten. <laughs> <laughs> so so Norris, your your shielding that you have protects you from the radiation that just blasts out of this thing. You, Ash, are hit with 40 necrotic damage. Oh, God. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> what the deuce? <laughs> you can give me an investigation check if yeah. you'd like to figure out what happened. Yeah, I am. <laughs> 14. 
you see a button to the right of it that says purge radiation. <laughs> I'm leaning over. <laughs> 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 Norris, you still take half at 20. Oh, what? I thought I was shielded. <laughs> I lean over to Norris. <laughs> it's on, like black in the face and everything now. Yeah, you got, you the... got microwaved a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! That was spicy. <laughs> I think there... I think we were supposed to like. I see there's a button right yet. over here that says purge <laughs> radiation. Maybe should have hit that first. Uh, yeah, I think that would have been a smart. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> you're up. You're up in the cockpit, and you see you see a warning pop. <laughs> <laughs> warning: radiation not properly purged. Oh god. <laughs> over there in the com. Uh. Norris, are you okay? Over? <laughs> yeah. Over. Um, Ash didn't press the button before he opened the doors. <laughs> we got a little fucked up down here. Over. Yikes, over. <laughs> <laughs> Just Wiley E. Coyote holding the signs. Yikes. <laughs> yikes. <sighs> Does it... So... Given your not, given what he discovered, like it, it was not radioactive. But now that you've run it in the ship, it it became highly radioactive. <clears throat> uh, you look inside, and and there is there is nothing left of the crystals that you put in there. It's it's just like like this fine silt at the bottom. Well, Norris, I think we need a bigger, bigger crystals or more crystals. <laughs> well, we have more, but doesn't seem like it lasted very long. So I feel like maybe we should find something that burns a little longer. Yeah, maybe there's a manual that says <laughs> how big a crystals we should <laughs> use or how much fuel we should use. So you already know that it, it you typically the for the uranium or plutonium or whatever the fuck they would use in this current situation. <laughs> I lived on a nuclear aircraft carrier and I have no idea what they put inside of the Probably best you didn't. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know that whatever they're using, it's a lot of it. Like it's like beach ball sized amount of of this fuel. Uh, can I get on the intercom? Yeah. So I would get on the intercom and get up to at, uh, Alphonse and be like, "Hey, Alphonse, uh, Norse here. Is there a way that it you burns! can check? To see, <laughs> is there a way that you can check to see the fuel to mileage ratio that we would need for fuel?" On this thing. So give me an intelligence check. You didn't say over. Over. For that one. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so so you know a surprising amount about <laughs> nuclear energy. Uh 
I just want to calm back down. Hey, Norris or Ash, did you check the cap? You know, like in old gas cars, they tell you what it takes for fuel. Did you check that over? I would get back on there and say, Alphonse, this is 2093. There's no way it's that fucking simple. Over. Did I overhear it? Yeah. And I look at the top of like it. Like the little slide, com- whatever it is, and I see if there's like a little label. <laughs> there's, there's definitely a label. Hundred <laughs> percent. It says it says unleaded uranium. <laughs> I just look at Ash and go, "You fucking idiot." <laughs> what? <laughs> Even I would have looked there, but I wouldn't. <laughs> Sorry, so, I'm not so- as mechanically inclined as you are, Norris. So, given your natural 20 on this check, and given the knowledge you've now gathered about these crystals, about how they functioned in the ship, about how they were hit with radiation, even though it wasn't radioactive at the beginning, with that natural 20, you get the inclination that these crystals could fuel this ship. But you have a feeling that they're too unstable. And they probably need to be combined with something to stabilize them. I get on the intercom. What the DM said, over. (laughs) (laughs) Roger, over. (laughs) Uh, Got it. (laughs) Did you... Oh, and then I get back on the intercom. Did you... Any of you by chance see like a, a bomb in the weapon area over? A bomb? Yeah, like. It, it, oh, oh, atom bomber. Did they have any <laughs> bombs? I wasn't looking for a bomb. I, all we got is grenades. <laughs> Did they have radioactive grenades over? None that I saw, but we can go back and look. I'll go and. I make my way towards the weaponization system that I'm assuming this place has. Okay. So this time when you exit the ship, there's there's no power in this convention hall. And when you go outside, night has come. And and there's very little light. You ignite your hand. Oh, that's kind of dangerous going into to, the weapons <laughs> to light your way. It's a very small flame. <laughs> <laughs> and and so you're outside and you're you basically have like a candle mm-hmm. <laughs> that you're holding out to light your way. Norris, do you have dark dark vision slash night vision? <laughs> no, he does not. <laughs> not so you you wander your way through and you still hear people like looters and shit going through here. But they they see the light. You, it's almost like they see the light and they kind of give you a wide berth. And uh, you make your way to the weapons area. Give me a perception check. Twenty three. Twenty three. Uh, so you're looking around. And and you find you you don't find you you don't find any like warheads 
<laughs> There's no like Dang. like nuclear warheads around here or Dang anything. Uh, what you do find is uh, a smattering of bodies strewn about. Uh, two of these bodies are heavily modified, are fairly heavily modified, similar to you. From that, you can gather that they probably have uranium power cores inside of them. I ripped their spines out. That's fine, but it's in their chest. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm going through their back to get there. So, so you you just dig your fingers in their rib cage and just start pulling their ribs apart to open up their chest cavity, and and inside you find uh, compartments similar to the one inside of your chest, inside each of their chests. I take them. You take the whole thing out, or do you open them and take the? the core out being Norris I would take the entire thing okay that's for the best <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you, do, you... I, do I find anything cool in their pockets <laughs> I'm a looter <laughs> uh sure <laughs> you uh actually give me an investigation check if you roll well enough, there's something I've wanted to give you guys for a little while now. <laughs> An investigation check? Yeah. God damn it. You got this, Norris. If only I had some inspiration. I yeah. believe. <laughs> uh, that's, that's cock. Man, I'd nope. have taken that 14. Well, it was sitting like this, like on the side. <laughs> I would have, but I'm too honest. <laughs> <laughs> You don't really find much. You find like like their their NATO cards, like for their credits. You find those. I don't find like a badge or anything. No. I just leave the credits. I don't want the credits. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, you guys don't have a whole lot of use for it at this point. Uh, So you pull these power chamber, these power core chambers out of their chests, and. And you're just walking back to the ship with just blood and sinew dripping off of these two these two compartments. And and you you come back and present them to these two. I uh I just walk into the fuel compartment that we're at and I just toss them onto the ground and say, Can you use these? Are those what? what are, are those cores? They're they're cool stuff. <laughs> so these had to rip these look very <clears throat> familiar, and they're very much covered in blood. <laughs> Alrighty then. And they were no, dead yeah, already. Don't worry. Oh, okay, nah, I'll take your word. <laughs> so, yeah, I would. Going off of your previous investigation, we'll say that while he was gone, you looked around this place, and you did find a pair of radiation suits in in, one of, <laughs> in a locker. 
<laughs> so before we do anything, I'm like, here, Norris, I found this. <laughs> this would have been helpful 10 minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it would have been. You dick. <laughs> As I zip it up. Oh, you love me. <laughs> <laughs> I would put it, we both donned uh, radiation suits. Okay. Uh, you open up these chambers, and inside, they both have these similar to to his upgraded power core you know these these very very clean blue orbs that are inside of just like his new one and you place those in the compartment in the in the power cell and you take a bunch of you just take a shit ton of these fucking crystals out and you're just like cramming them <laughs> into this compartment. And you can see when they're in there and they're and they're next to this this radioactive core, all these crystals start glowing. And they take on the same blue hue as those cores and and everything is sitting in there and then you have them you you filled it pretty much and they were all just sitting in this pile inside of there and they start hovering off of the deck and and form a sphere in the center of this chamber and it starts spinning on its axis Norris would just hide behind like, the <laughs> biggest thing he could find in this room. You close the you close the door and seal it. I get back on the comms with my radiation shoes still on. <laughs> All right, uh, Alphonse, give her a go again. Over. <laughs> Roger that over. I just look over at Ash and be like, don't forget to press the fucking button if this doesn't work again. Oh, I I I well aware of the button now. <laughs> With a large amount of hesitation that they did it right, I hit the power button. You go through, you flip yep. all the switches again, and you just take a moment and you're looking at this big red button like don't Just thinking to yourself, button. like, this could work, or I could blow the fuck up. <laughs> TPK. <laughs> TPK. <laughs> you you hit the button, and whereas before it went, it, it had that kind of pulsing at the beginning, that <laughs> almost like it was trying to ignite. This time it just... <gasps> And they and you can feel the the whole ship start shuddering and shaking, and then after after about 10, 15 seconds, everything starts to kind of equalize, and it smooths out. And you're you're looking out the windows of the cockpit, and all the sh- all the displays that were set up around this thing are flying <laughs> away, just. <laughs> blasted back by this by the thrusters and there and everything is on fire with that I'd be on the intercom or the intercom button would be pressed and I'm 
be sitting there to myself. Fly me to the moon. <laughs> Let me play among the stars. Oh, I like Sinatra. Boys, are you still alive down there? Over. Great. Yeah, we're good down here. How, how's how's things looking up there? Over. Are we gonna die? <laughs> Boys, I I think we have flight. Over. Oh, thank God. Huh? You run a systems analysis. And it is showing 100% fuel capacity on the readout. Hot damn. You are not proficient in air vehicles. I checked. (laughs) I am not. (laughs) In fact, I checked and none of you are proficient in air vehicles. So, this is a straight dexterity check. No proficiency modifier. Just your dexterity. Uh, you can take one of them as a co-pilot. I was about to say, can we make our way up to the cockpit? Because I would not want to be in the same room as this thing. Absolutely. Join me for the view, boys. That's where <laughs> I'm going to the cockpit. Okay. Very hastily. And when you get up there, you haven't been into the cockpit yet, I believe. So inside the cockpit, it is, it's not as luxurious as the rest. Like, you get the idea that this was made to... It, it's like a fucking Like Bentley. a show model. You know, it's it's like a Maybach. You're not supposed to drive it. You're supposed to be driven in it. Mm. So so the cockpit, still very nice. The com- the seats are exceptionally comfortable. Uh, but it's it's more utilitarian. Like, like it's... it's It looks like the cockpit of, of a jet or something like that. And it's got four seats set up and you all sit down, strap yourselves in. Who's co-pilot? All right. I'll be co-pilot. All right. Norris is co-pilot. I'm sitting in the luxury area. Of course you are. At. Trying to <laughs> so you're, you're not in the cockpit? No. Okay. I'm like trying to figure out. Oh, trying, so I'm looking around and seeing if there's any fucking alcohol or anything around this <laughs> thing. So there's nothing in any of the cabinets. Like the this thing was here for display. Uh, there's there's nothing on board. Yeah. Uh, but it is, <laughs> but it is a very comfortable place to sit. Uh, it has. So if you're on the main living area, you have you have like a sunken living room. Uh, and it's this circular, circular couch with with a table in the middle, and it's got like a holographic readout and all this stuff. So you can monitor where the ship is at. You can you can see a lot of live feed as far as the ship goes. But as soon as you two strap in and you start all your pre-flight stuff, the cockpit starts to pivot. And it rotates so that you're facing straight up. Give me a dexterity check with advantage. Before I hit any buttons, I look over at Norris and I put out my knuckles to do like a fist bump. <laughs> and I go, we're going to fucking fly, buddy. <laughs> Mom always said I wouldn't. But look at me now, and then I like <laughs> tap knuckles with them. <laughs> a fifteen. Fifteen. Fifteen is the minimum you needed. Oh, thank God. 
to get this oh, thing thank off the God. ground. So, <laughs> so, so, so you you take a deep breath, and 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 your your heads up display is is kind of giving you rough instructions, like it's trying to figure this out at the same time. <laughs> Makes sense. <laughs> and uh, you you push the controls forward and it starts to lift just ever so gradually and then you you get a little cocky and you're just like okay okay I got this and you push forward a little more and this thing shoots through the canopy <laughs> <laughs> and and the whole roof of this dome explodes out just glass and steel Flying everywhere. We talking like Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Oh yeah, style. just oh, yeah. just shrapnel everywhere around it, and then as it bursts through, the the thrusters continue to just push things away, and and it destroys this dome, and you are successfully airborne. Norris is screaming the entire time. <laughs> 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 yeah, 100%. And then as soon as like we get like kind of stable, I just go, dude, this is great. I, I wasn't like, worried at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You want to fly this? Uh, yep. Cool. Is there just like a quick button I can shift controls over to? Yeah, him? so so it's it, just like Double a jet. Sided. It's cool. got controls on both sides, and once you're up there, like the act of keeping it in the air is pretty simple. Uh, like you can you can pick a direction and you can you can just steer this thing. Once you're takeoff and landing, <laughs> are the hard parts. <laughs> keeping it airborne. Easy peasy. Can Norris do a barrel roll? <laughs> uh, give me a dex check. If you want to, give me a dex check. No modifiers. Just D20 plus dex. <laughs> While he's getting that pulled up, is tonight, could you roll to see if there's a moon so we have a general idea of what direction we need to head? Absolutely. Oh, uh, survival, yeah. Yeah, actually, that is just going to be up to a survival check. Survival check? Yep. Okay. If you guys roll really low, then there's no moon and you're flying blind. So, question, <laughs> whenever you're saying just a straight dex check, what do you mean? You j roll a d20 plus your dexterity modifier, which oh. I think is plus four? Five. Plus, ooh, plus five. Look at you. Ten. <laughs> Ten total? Ten total. <laughs> Oh God, we're all gonna die! <laughs> so, so you see Norris, and he's watch this, <laughs> and he just and he just jerks it to the side, and you guys start like tumbling over, and and like this thing is pulling some G's. <laughs> I need a dexterity save throw Ash. What is Ash doing? Ash Rolling is, around. Ash is not buckled up. And Ash is unconscious. <laughs> oh, hey, I actually rolled well. Oh, good. Just a straight yeah, dex. Yeah. So well, no, it's a dex save. We would have no idea. Oh, okay. Well, that was he an 18 plus. So 24. Yeah, you're fine. You, you, you assumed that with Norris as the co-pilot, 
something mm-hmm. fucky was gonna happen. <laughs> I wouldn't be Norris if I didn't fuck around and, a little bit. And so you've you've kind of braced yourself with this couch. You're kind of holding on to shit. <laughs> And, trying to and, frantically find seat buckles. Yeah, there's there's objects that were not secured for flight that are just like flying around the motherfucker, <laughs> putting putting dents in the fucking walls. <laughs> hey asshole! <laughs> try to keep it level. Uh, are you gonna try to take back control? Oh yeah, I need a dex check. Okay, can I use my modifier this time? You can use your dexterity modifier. Yeah, I didn't use it the first roll. Oh! I thought it was just a flat. No, it's d20 plus your dex. Oh, oh, that would have been like a 23. Okay, go around. excellent. My bad. I misunderstood. <laughs> uh, That's it why is a I 12. Asked. A 12. <laughs> <laughs> so. Can I give him the help action by saying, please take this? You overcorrect. Okay. And, oh, God. And you're able to... You're a, like like you you pull it back to the left to try to counteract the spin, but you just end up throwing it into a spin the other way. Oh god. Oh god. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> so give me another dexterity <laughs> saving throw, Ash. That's a nat twenty. Okay, you're fine. <laughs> Norris <laughs> Okay. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I will give you guys. One more try oh my God. <laughs> to maintain control of this thing. Dude. If there's anything you can do, you can expend a spell. I'll give you a second to think because you got one more check. I can give myself bardic inspiration, right, on myself? Yeah, you can. No, you cannot what? until higher levels other than oh. yourself. I'm not willing to waste that on you because I have a plus eight for my dex modifier. You have... No, I no. I mean, my dex is when really I, when good. I say, when I say dex, I mean I mean the plus, oh, plus five. Yeah, plus five. Yeah. Not okay, your, have, not your acrobatics. You have the same? Mm-hmm. Well, then I'm giving you bardic inspiration. Hey, get us out of this mess. <laughs> <laughs> All right, buddy. <laughs> oh, God. Come on. All right, so wait, what's bardic inspiration? Just advantage? No, no, no. Bardic inspiration gives you a D8. Yep. You, you add a D8 to your roll. So D20. Plus five for your dex modifier, plus whatever you roll. Bardic inspiration. If you need to. If we crash, I am dead. If you crash, you might all be dead. That's a nat twenty. Oh, oh, thank God. Plus one, God. plus five. <laughs> so, so twenty six. So you throw it into thank this. Jesus. You throw it into this violent spin to the left, and and Norris, <laughs> like his instincts kick in, and he's like. This ain't good. <laughs> and he Norris is he, no longer he, fucking around. He steers further into it in order in order to swing it back around, like do a full loop. And and then he's able to level it off gradually. And you guys continue coasting through the air. So Norris is like white knuckling. <laughs> and I just look over at Alphonse and I go. I'm sorry. You did it. We we made it. It's okay. Maybe no more fuckery, huh? Nope, no more fuckery. Straight straight to Atlanta. No more fuckery, I swear. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I come walking up to the cockpit. Like is it like a slide door? Is it Yeah, yeah. Yeah, slide. we're we're gonna say it's like Star Wars where it like 
where they like overlap and then they open to the sides. I open it and I'm like bracing. I'm like, <laughs> what the fuck was that? Oh, <laughs> hey, you're still alive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank. <laughs> like holding back puke. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> that was a hell of a ride though, wasn't it? Yeah. Not buckled in was a lot of fun. <laughs> well, safety first. <laughs> Yeah, and you guys don't feel queasy at all because the cockpit actually rotates to to take some of that to help you maintain control. <laughs> but, but but in the rest of it, it's just thump, 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 thump. freaking getting drier back there. Yeah. <laughs> all right, so you guys are airborne. You don't know what direction you're heading in. Because at this point, you're so discombobulated <laughs> from everything that happened. Uh, but with your knowledge of nuclear power that you apparently have from your Nat 20, uh, NATO, nuclear engineer, NATO. You, you know that with a nuclear reactor, like it takes years for a nuclear reactor's fuel to run out. Like, like legitimately, you guys could keep this ship running suborbital for. Probably years. So you're not at any risk of running out of fuel. Sweet. Hey, guys, on the positive note, we got a jet. <laughs> a really nice one. Did you know, fun fact for you, in case you didn't know, this thing will fly for a few years on the fuel tank we have. Oh, really? Yeah. So, so worst case scenario, we don't get everything on the list. And we're good up here? Well, I'm kind of thinking maybe we should put this thing a little higher up in the air and go down for a little nappy poo with an autopilot. <coughs> Does this I thing have use... autopilot? I don't know. It's luxury. So you fiddle around with the controls. And it absolutely, like, like if it had a navigation system, it would actually fly you to a destination. Uh, but because it doesn't have a nav, you can't bring up maps and pick a destination or anything like that. But you can pick a direction and an altitude and and it'll just go. Sweet. Let's do that. Beep boop boop. <laughs> 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 uh, so which way are we going, boys? I, 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 we need to Norse just points out the window and goes, yonder. <laughs> okay. Uh <laughs> Fuck it. Roll a D8. I'm just the co-pilot. Just remember. You you, you picked a direction. Never. The D8's going to tell us what fucking direction. <laughs> Never. Or. or Wouldn't it be a D4? No. Because northeast, south, and west. There's northeast, south, and west. And then there's northeast, oh, southeast. That's fair. Or. You can roll a survival check and actually figure out where the fuck you're going. <laughs> Please put some thought into it. <laughs> <laughs> well, wouldn't it be smarter to do a survival check to find out which way we're going? Yes. That's, That's what, what I'm mean. saying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's do that. I'm, the DM is trying to give you a hint. <laughs> okay. Survival check it is. Let's do that. Let's see how survivable I am. Not terrible. 11. 11? So you're not sure what direction Georgia is in, but you can you can faintly see the moon, and you can get 
a rough idea. Like, okay, we're going to hit it. Like, I'm pretty sure this is either east or close to east. <laughs> so you guys put it on autopilot and take a take a long rest? Yeah, a little higher cruising altitude so we okay. don't raise suspicion. Okay. Uh, and you all go down for your long rest at the, all together? Mm, yeah. Okay. I only need to trance, so. Okay. So, <clears throat> obviously, you guys don't get attacked in your sleep. Uh, you're able, like, it is smooth flying. No problems. No turbulence. No nothing. Like, this thing, this thing is made to cut through the air as smoothly and as luxuriously as possible. You wake up first. Ash. Ash. <laughs> what do you do? Uh, there's, I'm taking, there's windows around to see like where we're at. Yeah. So, and everything, I kind of take a look around. So, see anything. so you're, you're, there's, there's like nice sleeping quarters. We'll say you guys all just picked one and you're, you're in your stateroom and you have this large picture window. And you flip the switch, and the screen opens so you can see outside. You've been flying for about four hours now. At a decent altitude, at a decent speed. You look out, and you see ocean. And more ocean. And more ocean. And more ocean. (laughs) (laughs) I start to kind of go into a panic, like, oh, shit. And I run up to the cockpit. And we have no nav. Um, try to uh, turn us around. Like, okay. Take back yeah, over you controls, can, you can, turn us around. You and can easily, like, it has a, it has a, a, a read out and you can you can flip it around and go the other direction and no i kind of go at this point too i'm like as i'm turning and everything wheels on it i kind of go like in my head go <clears throat> well rain i really hope you're helping us out with this one <laughs> and kind of pray to rain okay if if you're so trying to, to reach out to rain uh give me a religion check 12 12 Okay, give me a survival check. <laughs> Four. <laughs> it's uh there's there's nothing to see. There's no landmarks or anything. Uh, best you can tell is you went too far east. You're over. I, isn't it Atlantic? Atlantic. Yeah, Atlantic yeah. is on the East Coast. Yeah, yeah, you you gather that you're somewhere over the Atlantic. Like this thing, this thing's cooking. This, this ship is very fast. I just and uh, and, and four hours, four hours headed east. Like you guys made it over the ocean. Yeah, I just kind of one eighty it. Okay, so so you you one eighty it. You go back and you you fly for for about an hour. 
and you start seeing coastline. Cool. <laughs> so I see coastline on the horizon. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of thinking to myself, okay, so we're going west now. Oh, this is kind of fascinating. Okay. And I'm like, okay, so I get it to go have us go like southwest. Okay. We're not quite at the coastline, but southwest, you know, towards Georgia. Okay. Uh, so as you're flying, you, you're flying for a bit and you're kind of sticking along the coast a little bit until you can kind of get your bearings. Uh, I would imagine at some point one of you guys would wake up and join him. Uh, and something comes into view. What looks like used to be a major city along the coast. None of you have seen the aftermath, the in person, the aftermath of the scorching rain or the nuclear holocaust that followed. So, here let me let me bring up a map of the US and kind of figure out what city you guys would be encountering. guys were in Nashville so you fly over and you fly over what you imagine was Richmond Virginia and it is absolutely devastating it is what little is left of it is just rubble. You can see downed building, these these skyscrapers that were completely destroyed. You see everything is completely barren. Uh, a little bit of, of plant life has worked its way back in. Kind of like the aftermath of Chernobyl. Like, like, nature still finds a way in. And so there's plant life has kind of taken over the area but you can just barely tell that there used to be a city there and it is just it is just rubble ruins and as and like i said this is the first time that any of you would have seen any any of these cities Hmm. uh you keep going southeast Give me a, a survival check with advantage, either of you. That's totally you. <laughs> Not 20. So now that... Plus two is 22. Like, you kind of grew, you grew up in this part of the country. Like, like Virginia is the very northern part of the south. So you're, you're familiar with this whole part of the country... And seeing Richmond, you know roughly where you are. You had to make, you had to do trips there for conferences and shit like that when you were a professor. And so you're able to, you're able to 
steer it in the right direction and get it going where you want it to. And you you fly for a few hours and you start to see very familiar terrain. You got you can you can see the mountain range running along. You can see lakes that you used to visit as a kid. Where do you go? Um so thinking back to our little visit with rain uh i know that we need to go to north georgia because the amusement park that she was kind of telling or didn't tell us but the amusement park that i feel like we need to go to i know is in north georgia which is almost in tennessee Mm -hmm. So I would want to go to Eastridge, Tennessee, because Eastridge would be outside, but close enough to Lake Winnipesoka. So you're looking for kind of a remote area? Yeah, I mean, remote-ish to where I don't think we'd really be in any trouble to land this thing. Okay. And so I basically want to be like right on that Tennessee-Georgia line. Okay. So... With your Nat 20, uh, you find a pretty remote area. Uh, no, no towns around. Uh, you do have some like back roads that are that are crisscrossing the area, but you find a nice valley that you're able to set this thing down in. Mr. DM, we are in the south now. We call valleys hollers. I lived in the South. I never heard anybody say a holler. You didn't live far enough south then, sir. That's true. <laughs> That's true. Like I said, I was in Virginia, which is like the, the northern it's barely part. the South. Uh, in fact, most of the South doesn't consider it the South, even though it was the capital of the South. Anyway. We don't consider North Carolina the South either. Oh, I love North Carolina. I do too. <laughs> <laughs> but if there's a South Carolina, you're a Yank. I'm just, <laughs> just saying, sorry. Uh, so you find this this great area. Uh, like I said, I'm just going to carry over that nat 20 for you finding a nice secluded spot. Uh, you can set it down. Who wants to do it? Uh, I'm going to wake up Alphonse. Okay. Before we get to this secluded area, we can probably see it, but we're not quite ready to the... Okay to settle down yet so I just go back there to his bedroom's chambers and I'm pounding on the door <laughs> yeah what yeah hey buddy so um we were over the Atlantic and then we're not and we're almost as part where we're going to touch down and we we need you to get up here and land this thing ugly ugly <laughs> all right see you topside over <laughs> And then I just walk away. <laughs> As you get back to the front, I go, I don't think you had to say over because I overheard you. <laughs> You're okay. not on the comms. Okay, over. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm back in the wait right in the cockpit behind these two. Okay. Man, you guys really got us in a good spot. I'm impressed. Norris got us in a good spot. Yeah, and you're you're looking out, and it is it is rolling hills. It is, it, it's actually a pretty beautiful area. 
uh, the the nature has kind of reclaimed and and recovered on, in this part of the in this part of the country, uh, and so it's it's just green rolling hills and you can see mountains off in the distance and it's it's quite beautiful, Ooh, breathtaking some would say. So you position yourself over a good landing point where Norris pointed out for you. Give me a dex check. I run back and strap myself in this time. <laughs> yeah. I'm ready. With, <laughs> with, it, with advantage because you have a co-pilot. Spectacles, testicles, wallet, and watch. <laughs> oh, that is not good. <laughs> <laughs> I only got a 13. 13. Oh, wait. It's a tech check? Didn't no, you say it's, it's a it's a dexterity check. It's a dex check, right? Yeah. Yeah, 13. With a 13, you you position it and and you're you're kind of wobbly. Like like this this vertical takeoff and landing system is a bit tricky. So you have to like swing the bottom of it around to make the the whole ship vertical again. Oh lord. And and it's it's kind of wobbling back and forth <laughs> and you're slowly lowering yourself down and you're you're just you're 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 waiting for that last second to cut the thrusters so that you can successfully set it down. And you're just a little too high off the ground. <laughs> and you drop it. And you start seeing red flashing lights. And it and it says, uh, landing systems damaged. Well, did what it could. But it is successfully parked. <laughs> at least it's just landing system, not takeoff system. So True. we're good. We can at least get back out of here. Yeah, we'll just crumble. Might up. not be able to land in Kansas, but we can at least get out of here. Yep. <coughs> well, that was smooth. That's crunchy peanut butter, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I miss peanut butter. <laughs> so, welcome to. You said we're in Tennessee still? Yeah, so technically we landed in Tennessee, but we are literally like walking distance to Georgia. All right. Welcome to walking distance to Georgia, and we'll pick up from here next week. God. <laughs> wow. Well, thanks, everyone, for listening to Dubstep and Dragons. We hope to tune in next week as we find out a little more about Norris's home turf. Yippee-ki-yay, you motherfucker. Exactly. <laughs> Don't forget to drop a like, follow, and subscribe on your favorite podcasting platforms. Don't forget to leave us a comment. Let us know what you think of everything. And as always, we'll see you next time.